Christy Bilbrey. Right after college, I started my career in the Senate press office and then the White House. For the next seven years, I worked in corporate marketing before starting my own business. As soon as I did, the one thing I realized that none of those experiences taught me was how to market myself. Promoting yourself can mess with your head. Discovering brand storytelling and learning how to put it to work in my messaging saved my business. Once I learned this, I started teaching other business owners how to put it to work in their business as well. I created the Business That Story Built podcast to help strengthen the stories we tell ourselves and the stories we tell others. Audiences crave the human side of businesses. They want to get to know you, follow you, and interact with you outside of the buying experience. This can be intimidating to say the least. If you're ready to take your mindset and your messaging to the next level, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Thank you all for listening today. I have been really excited about this interview, as has my whole business. My social media manager has been peppering me with questions to make sure I ask. I've had clients with questions. This is a really hot topic today in the digital marketing world. We're talking about TikTok, and we are joined by Sam Vlascha. Did I say that right? Vlascha? No, I didn't. (laughs) You said, what's pronounce your last name? I can't even say it. It's Vlascha. Vlascha. Okay. She is known as the TikTok coach. That's much easier pronounced. So you can look her up online. She is the TikTok coach. She is on a mission to convince businesses and brands that TikTok is not just for teenagers and no dancing required. When COVID-19 hit, her traveling business had to shut down and she had to pivot fast. That's when she discovered that she'd been organically reaching her audience on TikTok all along and realized the power TikTok could have for businesses if they give them a chance. Fast forward to today, Sam works with marketing agencies, coaches, lawyers, corporate brands, you name it. Sam ensures all her clients are using the app with intention as a sales funnel in finding their target audience and coaching the strategies of converting their followers into actual paying clients. That is why she's on because this is exactly what all of you want to know. So thank you so much for joining today, Sam. Thank you for having me, Christy. Yeah. Um, just to start, let us know a little bit about your background. Who were you before the TikTok coach that you weren't just always <laughs> this video phenom that this is something people can do even without that background? Uh, so I, I kind of touched based on it. I kind of came into this whole TikTok coaching business as an accident kind of like a post-it note when it was invented. Uh, it was all by accident. Um, and I came from corporate world for 10 plus years in management consulting, which my parents unfortunately still think I do because they don't understand what I do now. <laughs> so it, it all fell in my lap by accident. Um, after COVID, uh, I had to shut down my first business and I was like, you know what? I'm going to distract myself with TikTok. And I saw the huge potential of what TikTok had to offer, but saw notice a lot of businesses were not using it for its advantage. So I'm like, I'm going to figure this out from a business perspective and help a lot more businesses make more money from a social media world. Very cool. Okay. So when, when business owners, a lot of my audience is women, business leaders, women, business owners, and uh, many, not all are more kind of 
middle of life. And so this can seem really intimidating. So to kick this off, can you just share some kind of big fears and myths that surround TikTok that probably prevent people from going on um, that they shouldn't believe? Yeah, I mean, uh, some of the ones I always hear are like, it's just for kids. Mm-hmm. My kid's on there, my teenager's on there, my neighbor's kid's on there. I'm not going on there. That's just silliness. And the fact is there's over 400 million active users over the age of 30 spending almost a movie's worth of time on TikTok a day. So wow. They're, like, they're spending about 82 minutes to the over 30-year-olds. And I know for a fact that that's your audience, Christy. I know for a fact that's your, your audience's audiences, and they're mm-hmm. spending a lot more time absorbing content on TikTok than any other platform now. Hmm. Uh, the other thing I hear a lot about is like, I have to dance, I have to be silly, I have to be right. ugh, like, like entertaining and all that fun stuff. Um, that's not true. You are a thought leader and that is your zone of genius. You coming on to TikTok, all you have to do is just teach one-tenth of your knowledge and you don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to do any transitions, any lip syncing, hmm. any dancing. Um, just be you because nobody else can on TikTok. Okay. Um, what are the advantages of TikTok over other platforms? Like, for instance, a lot of my clients, um, I would say the biggest social platforms for them are LinkedIn mm-hmm. for more professional and Instagram for product and more lifestyle clients. Okay. So let's compare the two between TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So the way Instagram and LinkedIn works is that it's by the algorithm will send out your content out to your network, meaning it's going up to the same 20 to 30% people who are always engaging your content. So it might be your friends, your family, other entrepreneurs are supporting you, not always necessarily ideal audience. With TikTok, with the right strategy, what happens is the algorithm actually sends out your content to more people that aren't following you than actually are. So you have the whole advantage of reaching your ideal audience for free with the right targeting strategy. Okay, so every time you're posting, um, approximately about 30% will go to your followers, 30% will go to local people in your area, and then 30% will go to um, people based on the hashtags and captions you're using would really enjoy your content. So you're looking at about 50% excluding the overlap of new audience every single time you're posting on TikTok. And you can't say the same with LinkedIn and Instagram, especially when you're new, you don't have a huge network, you don't have a huge following. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's the benefit of TikTok where you don't need a million followers. You just can post and be original. Do hashtags, you kind of mentioned this has to do with your strategy, how you're posting. How are hashtags different on TikTok than they are on Instagram, LinkedIn? Yeah. So when it comes to hashtags on Instagram, I'll talk about that side because I'm not familiar with the LinkedIn side. Um, on Instagram side, you'll notice a lot of people will use hashtags to describe what the post is about in case mm-hmm. you are following that hashtag or you're searching uh, for specifically those kind of topics on Instagram. Whereas on TikTok, we're going to do the opposite. We're actually going to use hashtags more of what our audience is using. That way, we're telling TikTok to send our content out to these individuals instead. And that makes it a lot easier for TikTok to um, hit 
more people who are your ideal audience. So for example, if I was to do a post about TikTok tips for businesses, I'm not going to use hashtag TikTok coach, hashtag social media expert, hashtag TikTok 101, because what's going to happen is my content is going out to TikTok experts, social media. Mm, my ideal audience is women entrepreneurs. So I'll use hashtag business coach, hashtag women entrepreneur, hashtag women entrepreneur journey. That's the difference. And then what's going to happen is my video is hitting more of those individuals and they're more likely to resonate with my message because my message is for them um, to then take off. So to, to do a little, I guess, uh, recon, a little research before getting started to make sure, you know, well, what is my ideal audience doing on there? Um, is that just regular, just look up search terms, look up hashtags, or, you know, if you're just getting started and you want to make sure that you are reaching your audience to kind of find your audience and see what they like, what would be kind of a first step for someone? Oh yeah, that's that's definitely my first step with all my new clients. Um, and and if you do it right, it should take you around two to three hours, two to four hours sometimes. And but but once you finish the hashtag research on your audience, uh, you're done for the entire year, for the entire two years. But the moment you get this out of the way is the moment you see your account start growing the right way and see the conversions coming in because you need to spend time on the research of your ideal audience. And what I mean by that is um, you don't just use generic ones so example if you do serve moms don't just use hashtag moms like moms is too broad and your Mm -hmm. ideal audience of moms is not every single mom out there so you might get down nitty-gritty to as as detailed as possible like what kind of moms are you serving hashtag Mm -hmm. stay-at-home moms hashtag moms who love yoga hashtag wino moms hashtag um working moms hashtag moms of two hashtag moms of toddler there is a different group of audience that you want to narrow down as much as you can for Okay, perfect. So that's how you kind of find them and then see what hashtags they're using to engage with. And then there is the coveted for you page Mm -hmm. and um, definitely have received questions on how do you get there? What's the secret? You know, what's all the hype? And and maybe people who are, are not even on the platform are like, what the heck is the for you page? So what is it and how should you interact with it? How can you take advantage of it? So let's start with what it is. The first thing is what is a for you page? And it's essentially the explore page. This is where you're going to be discovered about 80% of time. This is also where you're going to be spending your time on TikTok, scrolling and finding new videos, gaining inspiration from. Um, Similar to like Instagram and Facebook feed, uh, where you get like content coming out to you. And the difference is the for you page is more people, you're going to see more content that you're not following that actually are. Okay. I know it sounds really opposite um but that's the idea of how that's why people can find out about your business much easier on tiktok wait can you okay so say that one more time i was a little confused the way okay so yeah so the for you page is like the it's like an explore page similar to instagram's feed you're going to get more content coming at you that are content that you're not currently following oh right tailored to you and what you've been engaging with and that is why it makes it a lot easier from your business perspective to be discovered on TikTok with the right strategy, okay? So the next question is, how do you stay on the For You page? Right. Well, the fun thing is everyone lands on someone's For You page. Okay. The question is, how long can you stay on there? Hmm. And that is where I'm saying um, 
assuming your video is like awesome and it's not it's not rambling or anything it has intention um the best way is the hashtag side in order for your video to be seen by a thousand ten thousand even a million people christy all you need to do is hit one or two people who will engage comment share your video with their own community right hmm. in the early stages and that's what i'm saying for you to niche down on your hashtag is to find those ideal audience because once your video gets sent out it gets tested to about 100 to 200 people okay. and of those people you need most of those 100 people to be your ideal audience so i know some you know and and platforms change constantly but i know there was like okay the first 24 hours are like you know youtube probably that but is there you're saying this is going to go out to 100 to 200 people so what what is that in time span like do you have a minute? I mean, how long do you have to kind of get that traction that you're talking about? So when you're in the small batch system, um, mm -hmm. so there's four batch systems in TikTok, meaning it'll send out to a small group of audience first. The first, the small group of audience is getting tested out within 24 hours. 24 hours. Okay. For some people, it's a lot quicker depending on how, many, how much of the metrics is getting hit within the first like hour or so um, mm -hmm. when you see a lot of momentum and within the first hours hitting it's completing a lot of the TikToks uh, metric to qualify as a quality content to get sent out to more people um, but for most people it's 24 hours to test um, okay. sometimes there's a delay effect um, especially if you're a new account and they have to make sure that you know you're not you're not some weirdo posting <laughs> like weird things um, and so you might have a, a bit of a waiting time when you first okay okay Okay. Another question. So people are thinking, oh my gosh, is this just one more platform I have to create content for? So when it comes to repurposing, um, it's obviously similar to reels. Is this, can you create TikToks and then just post them right into reels? Is there a, are there no-nos? Is that no big deal? What's kind of the thought around, around that? Christy, I'm a lazy coach. <laughs> I am a very lazy coach. And so I like to work smarter and not harder. We are going to repurpose as much as we can, as long as it looks native to the platform. So TikTok to Instagram Reels, mm -hmm. go for it. TikTok to Instagram Stories, go for it. TikTok to YouTube Short, go for it. TikTok to YouTube Video, eh, <laughs> I wouldn't do that one because it's one's portrait, one's horizontal. Now, when it comes to repurposing your content, um, uh, at this moment, there's no automation software that you can really use to post onto Instagram Reels. That's not right. too, like you can. There's automation for TikTok, but not Instagram Reels yet. Um, so what the one thing I will suggest for your audience is just make sure you remove the watermark. Okay. Um, Instagram will kind of. Oh really? Okay. Penalize you if you they see TikTok's watermark because essentially they don't want people creating TikToks sure. and then repurposing on the Reels. The second thing when it comes to repurposing, go from TikTok to Reels. And the reason behind that is because you come out ahead on the Reels side, uh, meaning if you do a trend on TikTok, mm -hmm. coming from all, all trends are coming from TikTok, not Reels. Right. So you come out ahead and your audience is going to go, oh my goodness, Christy, you're so creative. And then Christy's going to go, it's because I saw <laughs> TikTok. So go from TikTok to Reels instead of Reels to TikTok. Um, it's also a lot more convenient since since TikTok does not strip the sound away from your video anyways, as well. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, and one of my best practices would be uh, to re-add the text on the real side. Um, mm -hmm. Only because um, when you upload a saved video, the mm -hmm. text from TikTok is on TikTok, but it becomes part of the video and it doesn't get picked up by Instagram's algorithm from the metadata side. Oh, good to know. Good to know. It just becomes part of the video. So if, you, if you're not lazy and you want to add the text back in, add it back in Reels. But if you're like me. Yeah. <laughs> Good to go. Um, okay, here's, I, I would consider myself a dabbler. Like I have a TikTok account. I have posted some. I am by no means even intermediate, let alone mastery level. Um, so when it comes to things like business account, personal account, I know you get more analytics with business. I had some issues and it could be user error, but I had issues getting um, music, getting sounds because they were saying, oh, not for commercial use. And then I looked some stuff up online. They said, yeah, business accounts are getting penalized. So if you're new and you're not getting tons of analytics, does it make sense to start as a business account? Should you start as a personal? What's the best way to get started? Well, the better question is, what is your overall goal with TikTok and how do you want to use it? Um, I'll say about 30% of my clients are using business account because hmm. uh, for a couple of reasons, they just want to talk in most of their videos. They're not going to be doing trends, challenges. They're not trying to be entertaining. They just want to be more educational side. So they're more talking heads and okay. all they really need is music for background music. Mm -hmm. and, you know, if you're like that, then yeah, business account is, is beneficial in that way. If you want to run ads in your business, like mm. for clients, we're going to have to use business account. Okay. Now, if you're, if you're going to be one of those people who value music, value being fun and entertaining and being able to still partake in some of the TikTok challenges and trends on TikTok, you're going to want to use a creator account. But the downside of a creator account um, in the beginning is that A, you don't get a, a website link, a clickable mm -hmm. link until you get to 1,000 followers. Um, it is much easier to get to 1,000 followers on TikTok than any other platform. So that shouldn't be a big issue. But the number two issue with a creator's account is the way the algorithm works on TikTok is that it'll send out 70% creator content and then 30% business content. Now, hmm. it's not in favor for the creator account, but there's a lot more people on a creator account than the business account. So you have a lot more competition on the creator side. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And when it comes to lead gen for people who, you know, they're doing this for business, mm -hmm. um, I think, is that also a, I guess, benefit of a business account? Is there, are there DM restrictions? Is it really used for DM the way other platforms you connect with people through that? Or like, what is the main way if you're using this for lead gen and you want to do outreach, how does that work? Um, so let's start with the question of the DM side on TikTok. I personally don't per use the DM side on TikTok for a couple mm -hmm. of reasons. It's a little spammy on okay. TikTok side. Um, and the second thing is it doesn't, you can't send a clickable link, which makes it a lot harder for you yeah. to send lead generations or where you want them to go next. So what I actually do with my strategy is I get them to follow me on Instagram hmm. or DM me on Instagram. And that, the reason why is because A, uh, Instagram's DMs a lot easier. I can send them a clickable link, but two, yeah. 
I'm cross-pollinating across my social media channels. So if they're going to DM me, they're also following me on Instagram. So I have multiple ways of communicating my content to these audiences as well. Okay. Okay. So it's more thinking, all right, if I want to have more access to them, what platform makes that easy and just make sure you're involving that in your strategy. Yeah. I mean, you should always cross-pollinate across your channels anyways, in case uh, for whatever reason you get banned on right. any social media platform, like right now, Christy, I'm banned on Facebook and I'm in oh, a summit. So, oh, great. Like, what do I do now? <laughs> yes. Um, oh, all that fun. Um, okay. So when it comes to, you know, this is part of my thought leader series. So people want to show up and really, uh, grow their authority as thought leaders. So when it comes to the type of content to show up as a thought leader on TikTok, is there anything that's recommended? Yeah. Um, so many tips. Um, so if you're like, if you just want to talk in most of your videos, you don't want to be silly or anything. You just want to keep it simple, which I do suggest for a lot of you, us because video marketing is hard. And so I'd rather you just keep it simple. Uh, a couple tips. Um, one, uh, talk at a grade five reading level because a new hmm. cycle is at a grade five reading level. Your audience is going to be watching 100 to 300 videos before they see your video on their feed or their For You page. And so don't try to fit everything into that 30 second clip or speak at a, in your own lingual as if they know who you are and what industry you're talking about. So bring it down, keep it simple. The second thing is, remember, these are short form videos. So again, that doesn't mean you have to try and fit a whole series into a 30 second clip. Do part series, right? So you can do part one, part two, part three, part four, about thought leaderships, about the mistakes your audience is making, about starting up your own business, about coaching, anything you want to talk about. But make it into a part series. One, you can link up your videos. So people are like, oh, wow, she did a part five. So let me watch part one to four now. Okay. You, you show up as a thought leader in this space even further because you're doing more series on this. And three, you can link up your videos much easier for people to just click on, on, the, on below your videos to then go to part four and then go to part three and then part two. So, yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, you know, get them back to your page. So what, what are some kind of must have videos starting out on TikTok, as well as wanting to show up as a thought leader, like, um, you know, how you got started behind the scenes, what are kind of some, you definitely, you definitely want to make sure that you include these types of videos. So you want to create shareable content. And shareable content um, means that you're bringing enough value to your audience. So a couple of examples of shareable content. Uh, talk about the mistakes your audience is making right now. You want to widen the gap for them to see that what they're currently doing is not helping them achieve the end goal of what they want. So for example, if my clients are mostly entrepreneurs and I do a mistake here, are three mistakes you guys are making that is making it very difficult for you to achieve $10,000 a month in revenue. And I'll, and I'll do a series on this, um, talking about some of these mistakes. Um, talk, uh, create content around misconception your audience also has, right? Um, share other shareable content includes showing social proof of what you've been able to do for your audience. Um, and then also uh, doing timely content 
around what's happening in the world and tie it back to your own industry. Okay. Um, so sharing is huge. I take it on TikTok, like lots of sharing going on more so than other platforms or how does. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, once you get going with TikTok, you'll notice there's a lot more quality engagement coming through from TikTok than you would see on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And it's just the nature of the environment. People are just more likely to share a video than people are likely to share a post. And you want to create enough value on your video content and make sure that your content is focused on the hero. Christy, who's the hero of your content? Your audience. Yeah. Not you, not your services, not your products, your audience. Okay. Good stuff. Um, Let's see. I'm looking through some of these. I don't want to get in trouble for not asking some of these questions. Let's see. I feel like we've covered a lot of these. I think, let me see if I'm missing any. Okay. I think those were kind of a lot of the nitty gritty, like how things work and, and what you should do. I want to shift gears real quick and just talk about, since a lot of my audience is women, something that obviously being on camera, being in video, um, that can be intimidating. And so appearance, this might sound superficial, but everybody's thinking about it. So, (laughs) you know, when it comes to just quick, easy ways that people can feel a little more comfortable, things Mm -hmm. like even, I don't know, fake eyelashes. Like, I don't know if you get asked any of these questions about appearance, but for women, you know, what are kind of quick ways that they can stop being so, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I showed up on that way on camera. What are just some quick, easy ways to feel more comfortable with the visual aspect interacting with it? Okay. Um, a couple of things. Um, the less perfect you try to be, the better you're going to do on TikTok. Okay. Um, and remember TikTok's value that it brings as a social media platform is authenticity go ahead and scroll. You'll see people who are willing to share their own story that they're not even willing to share to their own parents, but they're willing to share it to millions of people. Watch some TikTok hmm. videos. You'll see some people showing raw emotions on there because of the authenticity. It's no longer t- 2009 where Instagram was all about perfect, perfect mm-hmm. feed, the color coordination on your feed. No one's ever going to follow you on TikTok because they're going to go, oh, Christy wore that green shirt in four videos or eight. Mm. They're going to follow you because of the value frame. Now, here are some tips to help you get over that mindset issue of, I got to be perfect. I have makeup yeah. on before getting on camera. Um, number one, um, again, don't need to be perfect, but to help you build your confidence on camera, make sure no one's around. Like, hmm. you know, your neighbors cannot hear you so that you don't feel like you can, you're, you're thinking about, oh, what, what are they thinking when they're, when I'm talking like this, just make sure no one's in the house and you're able to film by yourself. The second thing is you got to be comfortable on camera. So wear clothes are comfortable rather than stylish. The moment that you feel yes. like the that you in is the moment <laughs> where you like focus on that instead of the camera and the connection you want for your audience to feel. Love and it. Third tip is um, you do not need to memorize your entire 30 second script. Okay. All you need to do is memorize one line at a time and just hit that record button and nail that line, stop recording. Take a second and then think about your next line and then hit record 
and nail that next line and then stop recording that way. Oh, nice. That way you don't have to feel like you're like, here are three mistakes below my audience is making. <laughs> one is this, one is two is this, three is this. And it's like, oh, take a breath. So yeah, less pressure. <laughs> less pressure. Um, a couple other things. So in terms of you know, backgrounds, does that matter? Do you need to be thinking, what types of things do you need to be thinking about backgrounds and lighting? Okay. Uh, lighting is important, uh, mm -hmm. let, but let's talk about background first. Um, again, because you're a business, you really don't want anything to uh, distract your audience in a sense that they will think that because you're in a messy home, you'll be a messy coach to work with, right? So you want to make sure that the area that you are working in signifies that you are a professional, signifies that you are an expert in X. Um, so if you do have, uh, if you're like me or a coach, maybe film in front of your bookcase. It shows you're, 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 you, you like to read. Um, and, um, therefore, you are able to help your audience the best way you can. If you are a healthcare practitioner filming your clinic, Right. So those are a nice little background to show that your credentials and your credible source. The second thing when it comes to lighting is don't worry about having the perfect lighting setup. OK, all you really need is a natural window film during the day as much as you can. It makes a huge mm -hmm. difference on your camera um, and then or go to Amazon and pick up a nice little ring light mm -hmm. um, to just make sure that people can see your face. The better lighting you have, the clearer people can see you on TikTok. Good. Yeah. Keep it simple. Um, so Sam has coaching that she offers. I want to, that's probably very obvious, but I know she's been giving us, she's been very generous with just giving us all kinds of tips, answering every question that has been sent to me on TikTok. Um, but if you want to learn more about TikTok, if you um, have questions for her, she also has a workshop and she does coaching. I think you do both group and individual. Or is it I do. I do. Okay. So she is your girl for TikTok. And um, is there anything you want to say about, do you have upcoming workshops or anything? I mean, yeah, you can definitely check out my link, uh, my link in bio on Instagram at the TikTok coach. Feel free to do so. Um, but Christy, can I just give one last word of wisdom to your audience? Please. All right, guys, just MVP TikTok, meaning minimal viable product. All right. Don't aim for perfect, aim for done, or else you'll never get one video out. So what that means is I just want you to aim for like 50% of what you expected it to look like, post it, test out the demand first to then see how much time uh, before you waste too much time, energy, and money into anything you do. So test the man, learn from it. And then keep going because video video is a trained skill, not something you're born with for most people. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate you coming on here today, Sam. Thanks, Christy. Bye, everyone. To succeed in business, you need brand awareness, authority, and trust. To get those, you need visibility. Podcasts offer each of these. It's a unicorn platform because it gives you the scarcest resource in digital marketing, attention. Did you know that 80% of podcast audiences listen to the entire episode and more than 50% consider buying from a brand or individual that they discover on a podcast? 
building your own show and audience takes years. Grow faster by guest speaking on other podcasts to get more leads, build your SEO and strengthen your brand. To learn how my agency can help, email me at hello at christybilbury.com.